tender loving care. Mm. Do you think you can ever get enough of it? <laughs> I don't and maybe that's what we're going to be talking about in Get Real with, with the, the English Sisters this week. Join us. Join us. And if you enjoy this podcast, please share with your family and friends and click follow. Follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well because you'll be able to see us in person there. Yeah. I don't know. Tender, loving care. I think it's yeah. more important than ever now after the pandemic. I, I agree with you. I mean, I can't really say there's anything negative. I can actually think if you, unless, you know, you, you want, you're, you're giving yourself or someone that you love a little bit too much of it, you know, then it could be like almost like coddling, you know, you're not allowing them to, to fully experience um, events that happen in life. Uh, because you, you're, you're protecting them too much with you mean too, too much, much tender love loving. Is too bad. Uh, no, I, I don't know if you can give somebody too much love, but the way you can, yeah, perhaps, yeah, you can. You can you give them too much affection. I and... think it's maybe it's not too much love, but when you, too much love turns into a form of anxiety, so that the person that's giving it is yeah, really anxious. Yeah. And overprotective, maybe. Yeah, that's what I meant, exactly. <laughs> like I was listening yeah, to, that's to exactly Anne it. Summers on. <laughs> With Steve Barlett, she really? was on the Diary yeah. of a CEO, Got and she was say, yeah, she was saying it's quite an old interview now. Mm. It just happened to come up mm, on my yeah. feed. She was saying that, for instance, her, her mum was like overprotective, and she wouldn't let her in some areas. In other areas, she was she was lacking completely. But she did say she she had mental illness. Okay, she had, but she she wouldn't let her like play in the front garden. Oh, right, because she was scared. Yeah, she wouldn't let her go to... Yeah, so she would... You could interpret it as being really loving mother that was worried about her child not playing in the front garden because she didn't want her to get abducted or kidnapped or hurt. Oh, goodness me, yeah, okay. But it's also... It could also, you know, be a form of her mum being over-anxious about certain things. Okay, so, yeah, so I think it is important then for, for us to understand the difference between tender loving care and obsessive yeah. love, yeah, obsessive behaviour, which is obviously not tender loving care, because, <laughs> I mean, TLC, the words impl- are there, the words are there. Tender. tender, yes, it's not anxious loving care, it's not overprotect. it's tender, so it's something delicate, it's something that's forever present, but in a tender calm and kind way which is I think the love that would be lovely if we could give ourselves that you know a little dose of it every day really do it to ourselves I think then we would be a much happier well I think when it's when it's not tender love when you yeah when you give yourself the opposite of tender loving care that's when all the problems and anxiety can really go yeah get worse for you it may be easier said than done, though, because it is actually quite hard to give yourself tender, loving care and actually look at you. We all tend to be so hard on yes. ourselves, don't we? Yeah, it's we do. Like the yeah. hardest of hardest. Even us that we know about it, and, and we're we're therapists. we're therapists, and we're in the field of mental health. Sometimes I do catch myself not being that kind to myself, but then thank goodness I can quickly. I know about it, so I'm so you aware. You give yourself a hug afterwards. Yeah, and I say, hey, don't be mean. <laughs> I might look in the mirror mean. and think, oh, you look horrible today or something. And then I say, no, don't be mean. How could you say that to yourself? That's not nice. You know, I have this whole little dialogue. 
And then I'll reframe it and think, no, I don't. That's not, that's not kind. That's not a nice thing. I wouldn't say that to someone else. No, you'd never say it, would you? No. You'd say the opposite. You'd say the opposite. Hey, you, you're nice. tired or, you know, show something. You've just got up, you know, give yourself a break sort of thing. No, but I mean, I think sometimes people focus, maybe when you when you don't give yourself tender loving cares, because maybe you're focusing too much on, on yourself and your own appearance, when really you should be focusing more, you need to, not should be, but you need to focus more on, on, on other people and helping other people feel good and do things for other people. <laughs> no way, I, I know. And, that... and, like, not concentrate on so much. I mean, who cares who you look like? Yeah, that's it, yeah. The truth yeah, is... Yeah, on another that... podcast episode I was listening to, there's another psychologist, a psychiatrist, a doctor, who was talking about um, how he helped one of his patients because, and it's, that's very Ericksonian, that's very much like we help our yeah, patients, yeah. Our, our clients and that. And he was saying that there was a lady that was self-harming and being really cruel to herself because of her appearance and so he said well what what do you really love doing what do you who do you love and she was saying I love animals and he said well maybe if you take care of the bird table and the yeah and the uh, the cat because she was actually in the hospital you take care of them for me let's see how you know how uh -huh. that goes and she immediately that helped her bring herself out of herself and realizing that she wanted she was a nurturer and she wanted to help animals yeah i know what you mean do you think there is too much attention on oneself nowadays yeah i think that's yeah. why everyone tender loving when you can it's kind of the old when they the, when they used to say which is very harmful as well because i don't think that's a good mentality I no stop feeling sorry for yourself you know they used to say that all the time stop feeling sorry for yourself get on with it yeah and that's 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 awful because we know that's not something that we should be saying to ourselves because no. we should be acknowledging if you're feeling sorry for yourself there's usually a good reason for it usually yeah yeah unless you tend to do that even over very small things that you could give yourself some tender loving care and say look okay I can understand this has happened to you this has happened to me but I can also understand that I can I can move ahead and I can overcome this challenge or do, do you know what I mean so it's there is a fight yeah obviously I'm not saying that get over it is not nice way of mm. uh, it's not a helpful way let's say without using the nice way it's not a helpful way to just say something to someone get over it mm. but I do think that a little bit of um Yes, it, with the tender loving care and you accept that you're going through something difficult at the moment, whatever it is. And then also you do need some discipline then to take action because it's that action that's going to help you. Yeah. Because our life it revolves around action. We can't do anything without it. If you want to no, get a glass of water, you need to reach out for the glass of water. So you're going to have to kind of like, yes give yourself a cuddle and accept that you're going through something difficult now, but then overcome it, understand that you're going to have to take that action. Mm. That's when I meant that maybe yeah, too much loving hair, you don't want to roll in self-pity because it's not going to help you. No, even if the action is like asking for help. Though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Asking for help, phoning someone. Can you come round? Can mm. I go? Can you, if you want to get therapy, you take making that first phone call and booking the appointment or, you know, but yes, it's great to 
to give yourself t tender loving care as long as it's not you know it's not self-pity because that can be a dangerous that's a pitfall that's when you're really not going to help yourself get out of it yeah that that that's was my only concern when i was thinking is that we, do we actually give ourselves too much tender loving care no we don't normally humans as it's the opposite it's the opposite we bully ourselves we're rather mean to ourselves and so if you did think of tender loving care like i know they do it in the crops in agriculture that's actually called tender loving care when you follow the crop you um you look after the crop and everything i, I don't know i mean i was reading about it in agriculture it's actually called that where you snip the buds and and help help the growth then that is very useful but imagine if you saw your plant looking a bit down and you just said, oh, no, poor you. Oh, dear. You know, oh, poor plant, <laughs> poor plant. What, what help is it to the plant? The plant needs things. It needs water. It needs more care. It needs you to prune it. <laughs> there is absolutely no point in that. And I think it's the same as in us humans. That if we roll in our own self-pity, we won't ever get out of it. Yeah. You know, it, there's no action. We, it's not going to be helpful to us. So there's that difference to to realise. So it was when tender loving care can t turn into something more sinister. Yes. <laughs> well, when it turns into self-pity, then self-pity is a sad place to be in because yeah. it's very difficult to get out of it. And you may have someone in your family or know of a friend that tends to do that, that just goes into self-pity. And it's be like, you listening. Or you, yeah. And, it, and it's, you have to realise, yeah, it's okay to say, oh, poor me, I've got this and this has happened. But then you've really got to think about that plant and say, yeah, poor me, this has happened. But if I just keep on... Saying, if I was a plant, what would I need? Yeah, what would I need? If I was uh, your pet, what would you need? You would need to take action. You would need to go to the vet. You would need to give it water, food. You've got to think of yourself a bit like that. You need that tender loving care associated with an action, whatever, however small it is. You know, it needs to... Definitely. It I definitely agree. Yeah, it needs to come with that action because everything, we are based on action as well, not just on... And I think we can also help ourselves if we stop being so hard on ourselves and 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 start thinking that we're uh, there's so much pressure on us to look perfect, to look oh, good, and not just way. to look to to have to the be, perfect, to yeah. be confident, to, to to have everything, to to get the good wages, the to good get lifestyle. the paycheck, to to get the car, to get. Goodness me! Yeah, they say you have to enjoy the journey, but how do you do that if you? If you like, if you, if you can't, you can't enjoy the journey. Yeah, uh, yeah it's easier said than because done. Because you, you see mean. that you see so many people that are like they're in they're the top executives and that, and they say, oh, "No, I love working. I I love it. It's amazing. It's my passion." And even you know, even if they were like, they would say, "There's no way I would want to stop working. I would want to give up." Yeah. So you know, what's the secret on finding that that little special thing that makes you want to enjoy the journey? What do you think the secret? Mm, I think the secret is actually about enjoying the process how, however odd that may seem even the difficulties the time you couldn't get there on time or uh, like being able to see that through a lens of you experiencing it it's like it's odd but it's like if I think about our journey as the English sisters 
some of the funnest parts were when we first decided to develop the brand and I mean yeah because we're sisters we're real sisters but who said we had to become the English sisters I mean we've invented this whole thing ourselves we want to work together we want to create a brand let's study together let's do this that was exciting when you first said I want to study hypnosis and mm. I thought you were crazy <laughs> hypnosis what is it magic no way it's scary is that woo-woo like woo! I thought, what, what what road is she going down? It was Do almost remember? in those days. It was almost cult like, wasn't it? It was weird. I mean, well, it's still I mean, weird I was for worried many about it myself. <laughs> <laughs> when it's... I first went to the neurolinguistic, I thought, what is this? A kind, some kind of cult? cult yeah. Am I going to be able to go there on my, <laughs> on my own? own? Yeah, I, mean, I was now worried about it's you. Like we would laugh because they're the most cuddly family ever, and yeah, they're they're... the most good friends they become. But, but then I thought, is it even safe for me as yes. a woman? Well, they hypnotise me in some yeah, odd they, way. they do some weird thing to me. Oh, my God. Gosh, yeah. So, I mean, when I think about that, it's really funny. And all the little journeys we it did together. Funny at the time, it was thinking scary. I know, but I think maybe that's a secret, is to be able to, when you're actually doing something, to think about how you will see that in the future. And that's that's a good tip. That's a good little hack, I think, because when you're yeah. experiencing something, you'll say, "Oh, you know, like they used to say, this will be a funny story to tell my grandchildren, you know, or my children." You could maybe think about it like that. God, this will be a story to tell, and I'll laugh about it. In laughter is always a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, because mm. it shakes your neurons up in your brain. But I mean, how difficult was that journey for us? It was really difficult. We were two <laughs> women. At the time, there was no, basically no women that were hypnotists. There were a few, but not many. Not many, and not two, no, and not real sisters either. No, not real Let's sisters. Let's face it, we were no. odd, odd as a team, very, very odd. So we had to, that whole experience, though, if you think about it, it was, it's, I enjoyed every minute of it, though. It was fun, creating, mm. building, having that buzz of saying, yes, I'm going to do that, and... It was also really challenging. And, and yes, so, so when you say I enjoyed every minute, the truth is you don't every enjoy minute every wasn't minute. enjoyable. No, you're right, yeah. But yeah. when you look back on it or when you're actually you there, even the, the, you see the challenges as kind of enjoyable because you're challenging yourself and you're yeah. growing. Maybe that was enjoyable, getting out of the comfort zone, doing something yes, so different. To uh, getting rid of your limiting beliefs, all the limiting beliefs that we had around, learning about limiting beliefs beliefs what are you know what are they they're, yeah, they're things that stop you from doing other things that you want to do well they're limits that yeah. you, because you believe in something that was installed in you maybe even at a very young age you 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 have that belief for the rest of your life and we realized we had loads of beliefs like that we weren't good at I don't know so many things mm. It's, it's ridiculous really and, and then your your barriers are just they just fall down one by one and the belief systems become more open and you realize that you can do things you thought you couldn't do you can do anything you can do anything I mean, you want not to anything but you can't fly <laughs> yet but you can go on a plane. On a plane, yes. <laughs> but I mean, there are certain things you can't do, but you can do a hell of a lot if you realise you can, you know, if you understand that, if you want to do it as well and you have the motivation. So do you think that tender loving care comes into that? Like building something or even just going through life? 
definitely when you build something you need a lot of tender loving care because <laughs> if we didn't love that idea we would have never done anything with it the tender loving care we gave ourselves when we wrote our first book we had to be kind to ourselves and think hey and non-critical non-critical yeah we had to realize that we're gonna have to let you know the critic out of the room as to say we said mm -hmm. that so many times <laughs> And uh, just be kind to ourselves. Let the critic and, go and have a cup of tea. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and and being kind to ourselves. So yeah, I think this was our particular case. But I think in any business, you have to be kind to yourself as well and realize all mm. the mistakes you could have, things you could have avoided, things you could have done. But then you're growing like a company. Yeah. You're building something. And I think when you build something, it's exciting. And we have a lot of uh, like 25 to 35-year-olds watching us and yeah. listening to us. And they're like sort of building their life, aren't they? Yeah. And, you know, what, what, what advice can we give them, do you think? Well, I think give yourself a lot of tender loving care and be kind to yourself. And then... You know, definitely be kind to yourself because you're, you're the one that's got to do it. You've got to be so kind to yourself and gentle and understand the moments you're going through. And then take action. Yeah, and then maybe like what if it, what the, the the thing now is to say it's, it's okay not to be okay as well. If you're not okay, ask for help. Yeah, that's where the action that's, comes yeah. in. So you look at yourself. It's okay not to be. It's okay to tell my boss or whoever I'm working with or my mom or my dad or whoever it is, your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner. I'm not okay at the minute. I need to take a breath. Yes, uh, definitely. Um, yeah. And then maybe regroup as well because then when you do take a breath then you can regroup. You might need to reinvent yourself. You might need to like do something different. You might feel as if you're stuck, as if your life are like that lady, that her life wasn't... She was just looking at herself too much. She was concentrating on her own... Uh, what she considered her own weaknesses because really she had She didn't have thought. enough going on. Yeah, yeah, she hadn't thought of how she could use the amazing ability she had to care for animals... Yeah, you know, to use that in a positive way because she just never thought of it. No, because she was just spent so much time yeah. like caring for herself. Well, not caring for, for herself, her... not only putting as... herself down and destroying I mean, herself. Yeah. Oh, destroying herself. Well, so yeah, because yeah. she was self harming in that destroying. Oh, right. And you yeah. can be oh. you can be destroying yourself in other ways by not eating properly or self-harming or abusing alcohol yeah, too just, much or drugs. Yeah, yeah, obviously. You're so, just not loving yourself. No. no. You're, it's, it's quite the opposite indeed. And yes. And the magical thing about tender loving care is when you do, when you do take, take a moment and think, yes, this is what I need to give myself, then you'll notice that others will be so willing to give it to you as well. Yeah, you're right. Because you tend to, it's like self-respect. Yeah. You have that, you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm putting up boundaries here because I, 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 I'm giving myself tender loving care. So, yes, you won't accept other things either that can happen in your life yeah mm. definitely absolutely the plant needs it the plant <laughs> needs it the crops need it we need it we are nature we're not just it's not just like we like being in nature we are nature so if we are nature 
<laughs> and we need then we need tender loving weird care to say that we're nature but we are we are, we are nature we're i mean we're biological we're 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 decomposable what's it say we'd go in the organic it's we're it's, organic we're organic we're part of the the world system so yes you need to be kind to yourself you need to look after yourself as if you were some some really, really special plant, some special tree that's growing that needs that tender, loving care in order to be able to thrive and survive. As and well. survive, yeah. Yeah, and going back to the pandemic, after what we've all been through, which is something that, I mean, there have been pandemics before, but never like a pandemic now with the technology and everything we've got, maybe in the medieval times yeah, or in other countries yeah. where there was no travel. But now to see the whole world stopping, it has stopped many people yes, as well from moving yes, on. Yes. And we, I think all of us have suffered a trauma, whether we're therapists or not, yeah, whether we've yeah. lost anyone or not, whether we've been affected by it or not. And we need to give ourselves that extra tender loving care for us to to thrive and survive in yeah, the days well, to come. I, I was telling you about that yesterday. Yeah. What was that word that I, I used? The, the, trauma. The, not trauma. I said I felt as if it was something Lost. like... Yeah, something... Or, like, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite find the word, and then I found it. I was telling you about it yesterday. Yeah, I can't remember it now. Yeah, it was an odd little word. that I, <laughs> some, Because it described exactly... It's that odd, this odd thing that's happened to us. It's it was sad, but it wasn't just sad. It's like a melancholy, like some kind of nostalgia for the times gone by. For times gone by, yeah. And and I remember when I was actually living the pandemic, when I would watch television and I would see people, humans, all together, like in crowd. I would feel like envious. I would think, look. That's how we used to live, you know, there were no masks and anyway, yeah, thank goodness, going back to normal. Yeah. Yes, back to normal, but we have to be careful. But we have to realise that we don't well, need more tender just, loving yeah, care. It's not just, an, it's a new normal, but we're getting back to it, but we, yeah, we have just overcome this. it. We're so. overcoming it slowly and it will be... We need to, you know, like soothe acknowledge. and acknowledge it and nourish ourselves even more now, I yeah. think. I think especially and if you now are... in these winter months as well, when, when most of us, some of you may be listening on the other, because we know this people listen all over the world if you're in the yeah. summer months. But for us here in the winter months where it's cold and it's dark and yeah. we want to tend to want to cocoon and co yes. coddle ourselves. <laughs> Cuddle is well, different do. to coddle. Cuddle. We should give ourselves extra hugs and cuddles, I think. And, I think definitely and, and be and, kind. And be yeah. kind and loving to ourselves and the people around us. And and uh, realise that we have gone through a very particular time. Yeah, and just because everyone says it's all over, it's not yeah, all over. In our minds, we can have this kind of like... Yeah, we can have this residue. This residue, this nostalgic uh, kind of uh, really, you know, we've been traumatised by it. Let's yeah. let's face it, all of us, whether yeah. we realise it or not. And I do know that we've, you know, we have had people like what you were saying in that, that age group of 20, yeah, even 20 to to 30 35 that have suffered even more than we have because because I think it was a moment of it's like we go back to the plant metaphor it's like your plant was just about to 
you know the bud is just about to open and then the frost falls over it and it forces it to go back down inside <laughs> and so now we need to understand that it needs more tender loving care more gentle sunshine more more love and warmth in order for it to be able to you know try and blossom again and realize that it's okay to blossom that the deep freeze will not get it and and, and kill it you know basically because it can it can survive um, i don't know why i'm laughing there but yeah, laughter is good yeah if you're laughing because you it's horrific that's why you're laughing because you know exactly what i'm talking about as we've had clients of this age group and yeah. this even though it's in a metaphor i'm explaining exactly what happened because you may just be starting a job just finished uni just about to start your life mm. And then this happens and, and, and now you, you, you allow yourself this tender love and care. Allow yourself time to understand this has happened. Yeah, and time to take time out maybe as well, a bit longer than maybe you would have liked. To. Yeah, a bit longer and, and accept that, you know, you're, you're, you're going to... Take action too. Take action. You will, you will overcome this. With exactly. help maybe. With help, yeah, mm -hmm. if you need it, help. We're here to help. You can write in the comments section. You can get in touch with us. We'd love to be of help, really, really honestly, and help you blossom again. Help, uh, let, let's see so many beautiful flowers out there. Yeah, sunshine, smiles. Sunshine, and smiles and love from <laughs> us, definitely. Coming your way right now. So join us and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And please do yeah, take time to write, write in the comments how yeah. you've been feeling. If you're giving yourself tender, loving care, if you feel you need more tender, loving care because of what we've been through, mm. or if you feel maybe, maybe it's the opposite for you. You might feel as if it's a great time of freedom because we can go out now. Yes. Yeah. So everyone experiences everything it, in different, different ways. Different ways, yeah, absolutely. Lots of love and smiles from, from the English, English sisters. sisters. Bye bye. bye.